Welcome to Tell It Like It Is Sports Edition. I'm your host, Matt the Godfather Ely. I'm here too, Tim Bouts. Yes, and this is our, our first sports edition this season. So uh, it, we got a lot to talk about. Lots, lots happened in the sports world always between the break. And there's a lot going on right now. Uh, but uh, one, of the, one of the big things um, that happened is that uh, LeBron James, who everybody knows before, I've said before, is my favorite player in the whole M- NBA went to the team I probably hate the most in the NBA, which is the Lakers. Uh, but um, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him because, I, I, you know, for all the reasons that um, all the reasons that I like LeBron, even though, you know, I, I'll always be a Rockets fan no matter what. I root for LeBron until he plays the Rockets. Um you know, I think with what he's doing, and I think his eyes are on, he's already won the rings. Um, I don't think he really cares so much as the people do with the whole debate over who's the GOAT. Well, that's because he can never catch Jordan now. I think that's out of the question. So I feel like he kind of made a future move as far as, like, after sports really going to L.A. Mm-hmm. A lot having to do with him trying to beat up it, build up his uh, – you know, acting and the, his interest in that f- industry, you know, as far as getting to L.A. and being around everybody that's out there now. So that's going to be beneficial for that, even though he's LeBron. I feel like he could have done it from anywhere. But Do you think he did – do you think that this was the best financial move? Financially speaking, was this the best move for him? Yeah, for life after basketball probably. I would agree. But, I mean, I'm – LeBron hater, you love LeBron. I hate LeBron. I'm always. Are you are LeBron. you still a LeBron hater? To the day I die, I'll probably How be a LeBron. Now nah, you know what? Maybe I won't because I hated Jordan forever too. And then finally, once he was done pounding the Knicks, I kind of caved. And now now I'm a big now I am a Jordan fan. So maybe one day I'll stop hating. But for now, I, I, no. I just don't understand. Like aside from like, there's no denying his ability as a, as a basketball player. Right. I think we can agree on that. Absolutely. But let's look at him as a person. Look at the things that he does. He's a good guy. He's done it all right, basically, besides the whole leaving Cleveland thing, man. I just can't get <laughs> over it. <laughs> he went that, back. That was horrible. He went back, and he won them a ring. Did he yeah. win one ring or yeah. two rings? Not nah, just one, but one. he got him. But still, he got him the chip. Cleveland is never, they'll probably never win a ring again. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Akron produces another, I mean, come on, um, they, I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, uh, I have so much love and respect for the guy. Um, he's a phenomenal player. I wish he would have came to the Rock. And you know what the funny thing is? So many Ro- Rockets fans that I know, they were all like, "He's gonna come to Houston." I'm like, "It's not gonna happen." I didn't think he was gonna leave Cleveland, to be honest. I thought he this time you didn't think so? No. Yeah, I, I was like he was out of there I was for like sure he's king there. Like, you know, but but now looking at what he's doing outside of yeah, like he's his, got the aspirations. I'm like I don't think it's about now. basketball anymore. I think it's about uh financial 
you know, his future financial moves, which I respect. Um, I wish he would have came to the Rockets. Um, But the Rockets are notorious, like most Houston teams, notorious for making awful sports decisions. (laughs) And And they did it again. They did it again. Uh, you remember last year we talked. So last year when we had this conversation, we were talking about the CP3 trade. Right. And I was telling you then I thought it was a bad deal. Right. Not because. And I completely I, disagree. You did. You did. And and as I said, it wasn't because I thought he was a bad addition. I just thought we gave up too much for him. And at the end of the season, I said, I said see, this is why I stand by that belief. Because. He is an amazing player when he's on the team. When he's on the floor, there's no denying that he's amazing. He's phenomenal. He's an awesome team player. But the problem is he's an injury-prone player. And if history's taught us anything, and I don't care what sport it is, but mainly basketball and football, when a player is injury-prone, they don't usually – that is just something that doesn't go away. It tends right. to get worse. And so what do the Rockets do postseason? They give him a max contract. Well, they had to if they wanted to keep him. But like I said before, though, if they didn't have CP3, the season probably would have been over. They wouldn't have got to that game for him to even get injured in the end of it. They wouldn't even have been there. Oh, wait, you're right. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. And all the guys that gave away aren't – I mean, I know it's still early, but they're not like – they're not – Which – which brings me to my next point where I made the unpo- like the unpopular belief and think the way I thought train of thought was, excuse me. Um I feel like the Rockets could have that ship has done sail, but prior to all the trade deadlines and everything, they could have probably got some better players. They could have traded CP3 if or, or well they couldn't because his deal was up, but um if they would have spent that money elsewhere. And as much as people don't believe it, I would not have been opposed to them trading Harden if they would have got better players. And I'm going to say – You are crazy. I, I don't care. I look, Listen, <laughs> here's the bottom line. I watch every single game. And Harden, once again, amazing player during the season. But the dude has choked in the playoffs year after year after uh, year. And this once year, again, team if history shows us – but it doesn't matter. He's supposed to be that guy. That He's supposed right. to be the guy that does not choke. You're right. That's true. You know what I mean? That's You're supposed point. to be the guy on the team that takes the team, the MVP. Yep. And if you're the MVP and you're that guy – you're not allowed to choke when it in the playoffs, and he's done it every time he's been to the playoffs. Well, you, it's hard when you, you don't got such see great teams you're going against though too. So, but that's part of. Let's it. be honest: the Rockets beat themselves most of the games they lost in the playoff season. Well, I let's I, just break it down to the last game. They they could have they should have won that game. They easily could have won that game. They could not make a three pointer, and literally to save their lives, basically. And they could have, y'all could have taken out Golden State. You had them. D- beat ourselves. And in almost every game we lost, the whole playoff ride, the, it was the Rockets beating themselves. I'm I mean, trying to pe- think of. There might have been one would game. Say, though, that Golden State beat themselves in the games that they lost to you guys also, though. Because there was a couple games they didn't play that great either. But you guys played some good defense in that series, too, which was really surprising to most people. Yeah. I mean, 
look, man, you missed. You went like one. What were we? One for twenty-four for three-pointers. I thought it was like one for twenty-seven, but either that way, that could have been it. I, I, I honestly went into. It, I could not enough. talk about basketball for like three weeks I feel after you. that game. I was like, just don't, don't, don't talk to, me. don't anybody talk to me about right. basketball, right? Because that was it. I mean, that was I, the I, that was the NBA Finals, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. I mean, and everybody said that it was it was they pretty much had called it like early on, but yeah, I think that um, you know, like I said, and now with with the mellow situation, it's a gamble. But I honestly, I'm at that point that you come to when you're a Houston sports fan, and especially as a Rockets fan, when you're like, oh, maybe we'll get it together in another few years. Like you go through these waves of players and you're like, do we have that team again? Do we have the 93, 94, 95, those teams again? Or are we back to like, you know, where we have what happened? We had the Stevie franchise era where we all, and and like, well, it's, it's cyclical, you know, you, it's very hard, especially nowadays age with free agency and stuff to be continuously on the top or right near the top. You usually, you get your run. You got to try and get a chip when you got your, when you're in your championship run basically and then once that's over it's kind of over for a while most of the time and then hopefully unless you're the buffalo bills you come back you know it doesn't take 30 years so the 17 the the bills made the playoffs last year yes they did they scored three points (laughs) (laughs) made the playoff the texans didn't oh man but uh yeah so i mean Back to my like, lost my train of thought. Yeah, a little back bit. to the back with to the, the Rockets. Rockets. I, you know, I think that at the end of the day, the guy they they and they luckily they did make a deal with him. I honestly think that Clint Capella is the most important piece in their roster right it's now. A huge part. I think team. he's the one that has the most value. Right. Like, hold on to that guy and build around him. I mean, I don't know about that, but he's very valuable. He's not more valuable than CP3 or Harden. Well, CP3's injury, like I, I see the thing is with me, I look, I'm a whole, total package looking at it. CP3 is injury prone, so I, 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 I honestly, he's amazing when he plays, but I just don't put stock in players that are no that repeatedly get injured. Yeah, because because it's like it's not gonna, I don't think it's gonna get any better, and it's the type of injuries that he gets. It's like these are things that the more you get them. The more you tend to get him, oh, um, so unfortunate when he got hurt last. And year. with Harden, like honestly, I would, I would, I would try to trade that motherfucker while there's still some value to him. Yeah, but you're not gonna get back. You know, whenever, anytime you ever trade a superstar, almost in every sport, you never get equal trade value back. So what do you, you know, your return on what you're gonna get from Harden is gonna be, you know. Not pennies on the dollar, but it, like I said, it's not going to be equal. Not even close, usually. So mm. That's usually how it always goes. So, I mean, I think y'all still got a chance. So, I would definitely just try to rock this out at least one more year, maybe two, because CP3 is getting old. How does Melo fit in that situation? I mean, hopefully Melo can, like, kind of almost maybe even, you know, be the first guy off the bench type role. Even though I don't think Melo is washed up or even as close to as a lot of people have come to start – saying over the last you know year the second half of the last his last year with the Knicks and then this last year in OKC I think he's kind of catching a lot more flack than he really deserves because I think Melo is still a good player and the thing with Melo is though he's 
he can be he's not like an athletic freak like he's never really has been he's always been a big guy like he's bodies up people in the paint way more than like LeBron's you know they came out in the same year so they get a lot of comparisons well they did to now LeBron is like obviously skyrocket past him but yeah LeBron's flying through the air still at this age too doing this doing that Melo's that's not Melo's game so he can be effective like without the athleticism that he's going to be losing as they're starting to get up into these older ages so I think Melo can still be a a decent player for sure especially on that team Mm -hmm. and I think he's probably got to come off the bench Oh, it's definitely. You know, he's not start like uh, I, I when they were first having the discussion, I was like, he's not starting in Houston. No, I don't think so. Like, it's not. It, I think he probably knows that, but he's also in a good spot because he's always wanted to play with Chris Paul. Yeah. So they're finally gonna play together, so that will help bring the best out of him. I feel like, and yeah. I just also think that him, it's nice, you know, on paper, Melo, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, but I don't really think that was the best fit for him. Yeah. And so now he's got. You know, Paul, who and Harden, who's a, become a, I guess I'd say great passer in his own right. Yeah. Um. You know, to help get them in him in spots where he's probably going to be hitting a lot of wide open shots. Yeah. Or taking them at least. That's so the key. We'll see. Like, I, I mean, I, and I think the key for the Rockets is they got to have someone that just never chokes with the shots when they count, because I mean, Harden can always pass the ball. He he's an amazing passer. So he, like. Through the season, the things that made him so dangerous was even if he was having a bad game shooting, he was still dangerous on the court because he could pass it. He could move it and pass it. And right. um, unfortunately, that last game in the damn – and in uh, game seven where we just like, you know – Just couldn't hit a shot. Could not hit a shot to save our lives. It was bad. It, it, it was. You were right. We had him. It was unfortunate for sure because, yeah, that game was there for the taking. Yeah, and that was that was the chip because y'all were smoking Cleveland. Whoever won that was gonna smoke Cleveland, in my opinion. Yeah. So with the super team, like like are, are we are the super teams a problem? Is are people making a bigger deal than it really is? I mean, it's a problem when you hate them or they're thumping your team out. Yeah. But really, in in hindsight, really, you look back, they're always kind of good for sports because you got to have that villain most of the time. Yeah. That's why the Yankees, the evil empire, have like carried baseball for a long stretch of years here and there, and the Lakers in the early 2000s. You know, you just go back and or the Spurs right before that, they, when they were even tangled with the Lakers, the kind of cross paths there. And I don't know, I don't have, I don't, I don't like the way they're really assembled nowadays. Yeah. Like how, like that's one of my problems with LeBron. You know, jumping ship for the super team deal, but. At the same time, that's the way sports is headed. You know, free agency, and these guys got a lot more power now. They can go wherever they want. And uh, I don't think it's bad for the team. I just kind of leaves a bad – or a bad for the league or bad for people in general. It just kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth when you didn't have to build it. Everybody just decided, all right, we're all going to go here together and just start, you know, washing everybody Dominating else up. Every, yeah. Yeah. But that's the kind of the problem – people have had with a lot of super teams you can't say too much about it with golden state because they drafted all those guys except for now when durant joined but they were already a great team yeah but they had you know they drafted draymond they drafted Steph, they drafted clay so they built their team the traditional way more than almost any other super team has in a a long time yeah but then the durant thing was just like now it's just there's just so stacked man I feel like the Lakers had super teams 
multiple times. You oh, know? yeah, like, for and, sure. And, and I don't remember hearing as much of a... I don't know, maybe it's because we're in the era of social media where more people have voices that other people hear that it's a, such an issue, but... Um, That's definitely part of it, for sure. Yeah, so anyway... We'll we'll see what happens. Oh, you, oh! I did not congratulate my Houston Astros on their championship. I just realized this is the first sports edition since my Houston Astros won the World Series. Altuve, and uh, they're actually doing okay right now. They're hanging tough. They're doing. You, right. you know, right. I, I never put a lot of stake. It's like almost impossible for a baseball team to win back to back. I mean, it's happened with the Yankees and a couple other teams throughout history, but it's not a common thing. So I was like. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna to uh, assume that's gonna happen. But I will say they're they're doing all right, man. They're doing good. They're right behind the Red Sox. Red Sox and Yankees are both doing real good, and so is Houston. A couple other teams, but those are probably the three favorites. I would say oh. one of them didn't win. The Red the Sox AL got the best. I would be surprised in the league right now. Yeah, they just beat the Yankees three games in a row too. Man. So yeah, not not a good weekend for Yankee fans. Wait a minute. So, so wait. The Yankees didn't win. I thought they won. Oh man. So I see. I stopped watching. Yeah, three straight. Damn, that's got crazy. one more chance tonight to not get swept. What, what was the game? The the first game. What what was that score? That was like some crazy. That score. was the Yanks were up four nothing. I think the Red Sox ended up winning like fifteen to seven or something like that. Man. Yeah. Well, you know, the Rangers swept the Astros last week, so. And they're like the Red Sox. The, the Rangers are the Astros, Red Sox, the, as they are to the Yankees. They're right. like, <laughs> yes, their main rival. Well, that's the only baseballs. It's hard for that to happen in like any other sport. Like obviously, most team, most sports don't play series like how baseball has three or four game sets most of the time. Yeah. But for the Rangers, you know, to basically the worst team in baseball could get swept by the or the, the best team in baseball could get swept by the worst team in baseball. It's just how baseball kind of has that weird dynamic pitching and then you're yeah. just not hitting good for a couple of games and that's that. Whereas, you know, the 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 Browns aren't beating the Patriots three or four games in a row, you know, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. The Knicks aren't beating Golden State four games in a row. <laughs> What's going on with the Knicks, man? Oh, I don't know. You know, they did, I like both the kids they drafted, so that's good. They both played real well in the summer league, so um, that's exciting. Yeah. So hopefully Porzingis will get back, be healthy. We signed Cantor back. I love having Cantor back. Yeah. That guy's awesome. I'm sure you hear about a lot about him even more than I covered the I covered here. the draft. Um, I was there, and, and everybody, all the Knicks fans I encountered seemed to be happy about what their picks in the yeah. draft. I like Kevin Knox a lot. So, hopefully he pans out. He played real well early, but that's just summer league, really. But it's it's uh, it's encouraging. They're both young. They're babies. Yeah. So that's good because the other kid they got, he's out there blocking like every. Sh- he's like blocking shots on the three point line. He's blocking this guy, blocking that guy. So that was nice. And he's a, he's a. I'm not sure how old he is, but I know Kevin Knox is younger than Frank Nilakina, the kid that they drafted last year. Hmm. So he's still younger than the guy that's. Well, I always say this to people: I'm a Houston fan, but New York sports help my pockets. So anytime, anytime a New York, anytime a New York team is doing well, being that I live and work in the city, it helps my pockets. So uh, right, 
uh, you know, I can't be mad for anything that's good for a New York team is is good for my bank account. Um, back to baseball. Uh, you know, one of the things is like you were saying, baseball is a factor too because you know people they play so many games. And these injuries that come out, you know, and when these guys go on DL, they're out like 10 games, 20 games, you know. Uh, so when we got swept by the Rangers, I think we didn't have Altuve. We didn't have Correa. Um, who else was not playing? I feel like one of the pitchers might have been. Um, yeah, is, it, is Keuchel? Keuchel's on it. Yeah, I think Keuchel went out in one of those games, the first game against the Rangers, if I'm not mistaken. That does – yeah, I think that sounds – Familiar, but um, Keuchel not has sure not that. had been the thing with Keuchel is though, man, Keuchel has not been the Keuchel that we knew three years ago. Like the last right. two seasons for Keuchel, he's been not, you know, he he he's been a very like fifty percent of what he used to be. He's not that. He's Verlander's the man in Houston now, right? Verlander's the guy that like you know Keuchel. But, like l- let's be honest, he couldn't beat the Yankees last year, and like the, he used to not. Like the Yankees didn't want to see him play in Yankee Stadium because he owned them. Yeah, and he did. Last year it was like he went and I think he lost. This did he pitch this? I was at that freaking game. Uh, what's Keiko pitching right? What's in the playoffs last year? No, this year when oh. they, when I went to the, see the Yankees play the. But uh, Keiko lost to the. I think he lost to the Yankees this year. Again, He's been on um, Stadium. Cause he, yeah, he was owning the Yanks for a while, and then the last couple outings against us, we've done a lot better against them. I know that. Yeah, and I mean, he just had. He just has not been. He's not the player that he was. Yeah, something something changed a little bit, you know. Yeah. And it's a good thing you got Verlander though, because. Yeah, been, Verlander's been amazing. The man. And uh, we just got Osuna. We traded Ken, uh, Ken Giles for him. Um, which I'm not. A, I mean, Giles was very spotty. I would take that trade. Yeah. So, I feel I know it's it's controversial with Osuna's um, uh, domestic violence uh, issues. Record. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know the details of it, um, and obviously, it's not something that I would ever say is okay. But there tends to be a lot of uh, <laughs> some of these players, man. It's like. Yeah, you got to be smarter than that. Um, from a baseball perspective, I'm excited baseball, to see what this guy's gonna do. I mean, I mean, I've always said the 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 weakness for the Astros has been their bullpen. They don't have a lot of depth, and and the, when it comes to pitching, um, this last two seasons. So hopefully that'll change the tempo, and we'll see what happens, man. We're we're, we're entering the the prime time, the best, most exciting time of baseball season. Which, ironically, is when the NFL season starts to kick off. Right. Starting to pick up. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the thing is for me, so, you know, there's still there's still people boycotting the NFL. Um, I think on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> still people. Uh, and for me, as I, I'm still with it, people ask me, are you still not? Bo-? Nope, still not boycotting. And no. Once again, not be, me. Be, because. Look, I don't tell anybody else how to do their protests or anybody else how to do whatever you choose, pick and choose yours. I don't do bandwagon boycotts because I see the bigger picture, and there's way other places that should be boycotted before the NFL. There's way too many brothers who make a good living off the NFL, and Sunday football is part of my family tradition. So yeah. I'm going to be watching 
My, I'm gonna be supporting my black quarterback, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Speaking of uh, injury prone, uh, well, <laughs> we'll Sorry. see. We'll yeah. see. Hey, look, he's a rook. Look, man, right now we he he doesn't have the big contract yet. So, uh, yeah, but he's been that's the second time he's tore the ACL. It was at the same one. It was the other one, right? But it's, it's not. It's but not here's good. the thing. Here's the thing with Deshaun, and this is this is and if he's, I feel like O'Brien's a good coach to have, and I only say that because he was Belichick's understudy. For O'Brien's so long. a real, uh, and, I, yeah, he's, and a, just, he's a really good. They're coach, building the whole the whole coaching staff of the Texans is former Patriots, it's so not, the, not a bad way to do things. Exactly. So if they use that system, look, man, I don't need to see Deshaun use his legs all the time. Right. You well, that'll come also. You know, that'll slow down. Usually, you know, the ki- the young kids that are have the ability to run tend to run more often early in the career, and then as they get settled down, you know, they see the field slow down a little bit. They stop running quite as much. So hopefully, and now that he's torn both his ACLs, I mean, maybe he's even thinking even more. Like, man, I need to just kind of stay back here. Mm-hmm. But I mean. It can happen anywhere, anytime, though. Too, it's not like he tore this one. I don't. I'm not sure how he tore the first one, but he tore this one. Well, they were saying this one was not that bad of a tear. Like he technically could have, he could have kept playing, and till it got worse. But they were taking a preemptive. They're like, "Yo, yeah. we're not gonna let this. We're right. gonna take care of this problem right now. Especially with what he's right shown now. earlier in the season. Like uh, come, he's looking like a stud for come sure. Come on, so, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like take care of him now. The Texans they never had no quarter. He's the best quarterback they've had yet. And knock on wood, I don't want to see. But um, you know, if I'm Belichick and I'm thinking, and it probably is the way they're thinking, they're like, Look, man, people are gonna expect you to run. We know you can run. It's a threat, but let's but you have an arm and he's smart. This kid is he he knows how to – already you're seeing a dude that is football smart. He's got that Brady, that Peyton Manning, that – that even though people hate him, Fitzpatrick was a football smart dude. I know he's not your favorite person. I don't, I don't hate Fitzy or nothing. But, but you know what I'm saying? He's a risk taker, though. He's got that intelligence plus yeah. that accurate arm. Like the, and, and look, weapons. You got DeAndre right. Hopkins. Those two were on fire, man. That's like an understatement, basically. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, um, Will Fuller, who, if he can stay healthy, is dangerous. That kid is fast as hell. And his hands got a lot better last year. The problem with Fuller the year before was his hand, he had like cement hands, man. Like, he's done well in both seasons, though, I would say, in my opinion. He's been pretty good. I thought he dropped a lot of passes he shouldn't have dropped the season before. Right. Um, from uh, Osweiler. Um, but um, he's got Will Fuller. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. He's got uh, who we got out there that we've added to the squad. You got Miller in the backfield. Lamar Miller in the backfield. So that takes off some pressure, too. I mean, they can play a little better, though, also. They, they beefed up the O-line. They, had, they did beef up our O-line, which is good. Um Defense should be, you know, JJ's back. If JJ can stay, I, I really hope JJ doesn't see another injury because I think if JJ sees another injury, that may be it for his dominant reign. That might be it for us. Yeah. He and J and JJ's the man. He's just such a phenomenal player and a good dude all around, and he's done a lot for the city. And um, 
I'm excited to see my Texans this year. I want to yeah. see them. I want, I want to see some. I, 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 I want to see what happens. But there's so much. The NFL right now. It's, I'm excited it, to see a brown ball with laces on it getting <laughs> thrown through the air. There's so many teams right that it's anybody's. Uh, there's a lot of good teams this there's year. There's a lot of good teams. Yeah. There's a lot of good teams. You know, Philly's coming back, defend their chip. Patriots aren't going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers is back from injury from last season. Minnesota's really good. They got a new quarterback, so they're going to be better. Mm. You know, Denver might be able to take a step back up because they still got a lot of their a lot of their weapon. Eh, eh, they got a – I don't know. Maybe not Denver, actually. I shouldn't get too – I'm gonna get too carried because I'm not a I'm not a big Cleveland Case is supposed fan, to be remember that but. yeah they said Cleveland is supposed to be a uh, um Cleveland one of the most improved squads Cleveland's got a good defense already they had a good defense last year now they got my boy Tyrod who's not gonna go out there and throw for five million yards but he protects the football yeah and he took the Bills to the first time for the playoffs in 17 years nobody else been able to do that. Yeah. And that was with him getting benched a game, which was absolutely ridiculous. The Peterman, the Bills' uh, backup rookie, came in through five interceptions for halftime. That was a that was a good call. That almost ruined our chance of making the playoffs. But um, and they got Gordon's gonna be back for a whole year in Cleveland. Josh Gordon. They got Jarvis Landry from Miami. Cleveland's kind of loaded, man. Man, how's how the Bills looking this year? The Bills are looking like. It might be a rough year, in my opinion. But it's all going to depend on the quarterback play. I just don't know how early they're willing to play the rookie they drafted or how good he's going to be. Obviously, that's all up in the air. So we'll see. There are uh, actually a lot of the first teams. Preseason games are tonight. A bunch of them start tonight. Mm. So we'll see how it plays out throughout the preseason. Whoever wins the quarterback job, I think, is going to go a lot to say if, if the Bills have any type of chance of trying to sneak back into the playoffs or if it's just going to be another, like, you know, four-win season and then try to just make it back building around this kid. So we'll see. It should be – it'll be interesting, I'll tell you that. It's going to be interesting. It could go many different ways. Yeah. Who who plays tonight? I'm not exactly sure, um, but I know the Bills are playing uh, – Carolina Panthers tonight. I do know that. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure about all the other games, though. Yeah, no. Texas played Kansas City on the 8th. So that's their first game. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, it'll be it's, – it's, 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 it's always sad in the Northeast to see summer end, but that's the, the – uh, Yeah, with, fo- with football, football comes season the and baseball weather. playoffs and Astros still in it for me. The Yankees still have a shot at it. So they're. I think the Mets are pretty much done. Oh, the Mets are more than done. <laughs> there's no. They're there's done. no hope for them. No. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a good. It's this is a good time of the year for sports. It gets you get a lot of action coming up here again soon. Whereas a little while there for in the summer months, it's kind of a kind of the dead season as you some might say about with sports because it's just really baseball and there's so many games in baseball it's not like live or die by one win here and there so yeah. it gets a little slow in the summer but that's good in a way though because that way you can get out and do stuff yeah but now we're about to kick it back up in the gear with sports which always gets me excited i love football football is my number one love by far so i'm always happy when it's starting to get back around the football season yeah Gotcha. Go to a couple games, hang out. I'm actually coming down for 
um, the Jets Bills game this year. I was talking to my family at the family reunion, so maybe we should. All I go to that. might go to the Jets Texans game. The only problem is December fifteenth, and I've never and you know that field MetLife Stadium is an open stadium, <laughs> so I'm like, you get a coat, you get some some adult beverages. You'll be, uh, we'll you'll, be, you'll be warm. If it's another light glass where the where the winter doesn't come till late, then you know, and we're still having forty degree days in December, I'll yeah. go. But if it's like twenty uh, something degrees or seven in the teens, um, uh, I might watch it from. Uh, Just buy tickets now, so you're committed. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'll be in well, Houston anyways, for opening but. day uh, when we play the Patriots. But they're playing in Boston, so it's uh, I'm kind of I mean I'll be I, I'm gonna watch with fellow Texans fans, so that's that's yeah that's, that's always good. fun, especially when you don't get the chance to do it with besides like your immediate family. Yeah, it's kind of it. So yeah. that's cool to do that when you don't live in a town that is the the hometown team isn't your team. So you know it's crazy because every time I go back to Houston to visit and. Um, I was there. When was my last trip to Houston? In February, maybe? Did I go after that? I think it was February. But I went and just seeing the Astros gear everywhere. I went. Right. Like, A, it was crazy because usually you don't see that many Astros. But just seeing your home team gear everywhere. Where now, like, in New York, when I'm walking through New York, and you see another Astro, someone will see you like, hey, Astros. You know, or right. like, I'm from where you from? You know, or, you, you know. Uh, but going back to your hometown and seeing your team's stuff everywhere, it's like it is. It is. It's just something that feels it feels good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyway, uh, what else we got on the sports agenda? McGregor's coming back to fight. Yeah, Conor McGregor and uh, Khabib agreed to a fight. I guess it happened on Friday. I was probably out on a boat, but they're fight fighting October eighth, I believe. So that's exciting. First time Conor's gonna be back in the octagon in almost two years. He's fighting a guy who's not necessarily the biggest name out there known, but he's the best guy Connor's going to fight in the octagon probably ever. He's undefeated. He's 26-0. and 0. He's hungry. He's all been out of shape. If everybody remembers, Connor made that whole scene where he got some charges put on him against him in the Barclays Center when he was throwing chairs and this and that and the third. That was all really geared towards this guy, Khabib. So he's pissed. Connor's pissed. They both want to fight. They're both really good, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. Mm. Yeah, man. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that that'll uh, yeah, it should be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna do it up for us this week's uh, edition of this month's edition of TV Sports. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, send us an email uh, at tvtruth radio at gmail.com um, follow us on Twitter and um, like us on Facebook and if you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, send them to us Tilly, uh Tell It Like It Is Sports is produced by myself, Matt Ely Tim Bouts Zara Vignola, Veronica Ely, special thanks to Maddie Ely, and special thanks to On Point Productions, where we are recording in the heart of downtown Binghamton. Catch us next time.